Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hey everybody, welcome to The Crit Show. This is Rev, and before we get started this week, we want to take a moment to thank all of you who have joined us thus far. The Crit Show has been out for a week today, and the responses we have been getting from people have been really wonderful. There are a couple people in particular that we'd like to thank, really avid supporters of the show since we launched. So those people are Outrageous, O-U-T underscore R-A-C-H-E-O-U-S on Instagram, as well as It's Booba Fett, I-T-S-B-O-O-B-A-F-E-T-T. And again, those are both on Instagram. And Games underscore Z, and he's on Twitch. So thank you to them. If you get a chance, check them out. They are cosplayers and gamers and streamers in their own right. Thank you to everyone who has taken the time to rate and review us on iTunes. If you haven't had a chance to do that and you could find a moment to do so, we really would be very grateful. It really helps us to get seen and heard by people who might not normally stumble across us. Our best advertisement really is your word of mouth. Speaking of word of mouth, this Friday, June 8th, we will be part of the Southgate Media Podcast Marathon at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis. We're going to do a 30-minute show at 5 p.m. in room 109, so if you happen to be at Indie PopCon, stop by for the live show. They'll either kill it, leave in an ambulance, or, well, really, those are probably the only two options. There doesn't really seem to be a middle ground for these guys. And I think that is everything from me, so enjoy the episode. You're ours, in the field, until we tell you otherwise. Welcome to the IPT. I'll go say goodbye to my mom and dad. I'll get you there, buddy. The other gem starts to fill with what you assume is your blood and become red. And standing before you is not TJ anymore. You see this red-haired man. Would you mind going back, not to the theater, but around the theater? Yeah, I want to go over to the car and try and figure out how it could possibly be doing this. Tass, you see Jake starting to stumble backwards into traffic. I want to stop him from stumbling into traffic in some way. Tackle him out of the way? I feel like just based on our orientation in three-dimensional space, you're going (laughs) to tackle me (laughs) into into traffic. traffic. (laughs) Like you guys are standing next to each other. Yeah, and he's falling backwards. Oh, grab him. I want to grab him. Okay. Uh, Roll help out. Or protect someone, rather. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, nope. That's a six. So (laughs) Jake starts to stumble back and Tass, you see him and you like, oh God, I got to get him. And you reach backwards and you pull him. But Jake, like we've said before, he is like two of you in a trench coat and you just don't have the strength to pull him in. And instead of pulling him towards you, you use him as a focal point to push yourself out into traffic and you get hit by a car. TJ, you hear this happening. You turn around. It looks exactly like the car that hit you last night. Oh, my God. And as he drives by, he throws a half-drink slushy out, and it hits Jake in the chest and gets his armor all dirty. <laughs> and he yells, O'Doyle rules. Um, <laughs> Tass, you take two points of damage. Oh, uh, well, at least I get to 
take that down by one because I'm wearing armor. I'm furious about this. Like, I am mad. I am. Th- this is the second <laughs> time this has happened. I'm I, furious. I am furious. Seriously. I, am I mean, I got hit by a car. My friends got hit by yeah. a car. Yeah. This town sucks. It's true. It's oh, true. Oh, God. I, I, jerk. Come back here and fight me, jerk. You know, I'm just like. Giving him the, the oh, shaking the fist at the guy. Boy, can I try and stop him from doing that? Uh, sure. Can I try and stop him from inciting violence? Yeah. Against what, himself? what do you want to do? How are you going to stop him? Gr- like grab him, like grab that wrist, and try and like put a hand over his mouth and be like, no, 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 no. Try and like turn him away from the situation. All right. Um, act under pressure. Uh, that's an eleven. Excellent. So yes, he starts to shout at the car, and you grab him by the wrist, and you kind of pirouette him back to the car that he is looking at and you bend him over and point to the alternator and he gets back to work. It's almost like a marionette. Like it's just so seamless that he doesn't even realize he was upset. He's like, mm, yes, this alternator um, is not alternating. And I want to like, like get him back to work and then peek over and see if that car is like stopped or is still going or no, it's gone. I shake my fist at them. I say, Hey, get back here and fight me. <laughs> Can someone help me off the ground? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I will go help Tass off the ground. Oh, my God. You all right, in, man? Looking at it in playback, it almost looks like he did motion capture with Eddie Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you okay, buddy? Yeah. You need, uh, do you need to pick me up? I can try to help you. Yeah, but what if it just hurts you? Yeah. I mean, you do you. I'm not going to tell you no. Yeah, I want to try to lay on hands. All right, roll it. Uh, that's a seven. So I take his one harm. Yep. And you're okay now. Thank you. Oh, but you look a little bruised. I'm good. I'm fine. Bub. Don't worry about it. Aw. You see a single tear roll down his cheek. It's blood. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> you really are my angel. Well, no, not yours. Oh. Are we trying to, like, fight the incoming ship with a second? Like <laughs> the man I, that he's destined let's get to some, protect. Let's get the, some uh, naval combat here. Some ship versus ship. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bitter rivalry to get Jake's love. <laughs> I do want to thank you for your sacrifice because I just leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> what I think I would definitely do in this situation is take plus one tough. That brings me up to a zero instead of a negative one. So that's what I'm going to do. It's been a hell of a night, and I am much tougher for the things that we've been through. And I uh, have werewolf blood in me, I guess, so I'm a little tougher. Just, yeah. just messed up on that werewolf blood. Super tough now. Are we going to have like um, withdrawal from the werewolf like serum? She said we possibly could, but like only oh. if we kept taking it, like kept oh, using okay. it to heal. Understood. So, TJ, you're back inspecting the car. Um, you got to hold. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you want to ask? I want to know what is being concealed here as uh, to how this car happened to go off without a battery. So you're examining the alternator and you turn it over and start to look inside of it. And you see a tiny pair of yellow eyes looking out. I'd throw it on the ground immediately. Like, Shit. It hits the ground next to the car and you see this little thing like scuttle out and run back underneath the car. Did you guys see that? What? No. What? I, I just... I just saw one of the the little the little things that we fought yesterday. Uh, it's under the car. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'm just like dropping to the ground to look under the car. It's the yellow-eyed things, whatever those are. I will also drop down and draw my shotgun and try to find what's there. Soul bat. That's it. The soul bat. Yeah. So you do. You peek down and you see there is a little 
one of these things, smaller even than the smallest ones that you guys fought. And it is ducked under the car, and it's watching you guys, and it seems like it's shaking. Is it, like, visibly it is a soul bat? It looks like it, but very tiny. What? I'm like, oh, look at the little guy. Is it actually scared? Do they feel emotion? I don't... I mean, they told you that they are very intelligent and tactically inclined, so... I mean, right. and it's the middle of the day, so I mean, like, he's got to be frightened of the sun. Oh. Um, I want to try and, like, talk to it and see if it seems like it understands language. Okay. Like, I just want to, like, be like, do you speak? Do you understand words? It continues to look at you a little dodgily. Why am I hesitating to murder this thing right now? Like... Like, I'm at literally asking that aloud. Why Why am I not just killing this thing outright? No, I, I, I feel that, man. Like, I almost feel bad for it. Behind you, we see an enormous one slowly. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's so little. Like, it, we don't really know much about this. Does it, if I were to touch it, it would gonna, it expand? Or is, is this all that there onto is? You? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is there any kind of... Um, any kind of like box, like a cardboard box or anything like that in this car still that we could put it in? I mean, my trunk is built to hold monsters. Yeah, but this car ain't going anywhere is the problem. Well, I mean, we could at least hold it here for the moment. We got to catch it first. Yeah, like I was going to try and coax it into a box hmm. and like take it back to IPT okay, or something. Okay, okay, yeah. That way they can do some cruel experiments on it to find out more about it. You said cool? Uh, Cool. Yeah, I said cool. Cool. In the corner of the screen pops up the IPT logo and a guy with giving a thumbs up. <laughs> IPT, we're not really harming them. They're monsters. <laughs> um, yeah, so would, would there be, can I look for like a box or some kind of container I could put them in? Yeah, I'm sure that in Tess's car somewhere there's a shoe box or an old drive through bag, something that could be closed to conceal <laughs> yeah, like, darkness. Yeah, like a, like a Big Mac clamshell. Or something to put this thing yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I want to grab that and I want to put it under the car and like open it and kind of like gesture to the thing and into the thing and just see if it happens to come. Roll manipulate someone. Ooh. I can tell you that the Reddit nerds will go out of their minds at that, by the way, because we are not supposed to be able to manipulate monsters. It's true. It's true. It's almost like this isn't a monster. <gasps> oh my gosh. Ooh, his machinations. Uh, I got a 10. Nice. Yeah, so this thing kind of creeps a little closer. How are you holding the clamshell? Not like a not like a ring box. Like sort of, I have opened it, and I wish I had one so I could just show you. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like holding it from the back. Okay. So the lid is sort of hanging open over my head, and I am supporting the base of the box. Okay. But like so my, then you're like holding yourself up with your other hand since it's under the car. I'm kind of leaning on the elbow that I've got the box in. Okay. Yeah, so this thing wanders over to you. And it kind of looks inside of the box and it pulls a piece of lettuce out, sits down and starts eating it. And it's got like this little tiny black hole mouth. It's like. Oh, uh, does it noticeably change when it eats something? It doesn't. It's a hungry little guy. I guess. I didn't know that they just ate food. Yeah, I thought they like ate emotions or something. Yeah, it's like they're like us, you know. I guess I was wrong this whole time about these little buggers. (laughs) retiring from monster hunt <laughs> i was wrong i'm gonna get down to it as well and like put guns away and stuff and mm. not 
try not to seem intimidating because I'm clearly incredibly. Well, yes. Um, and just kind of get down and be like, can, can you talk? It makes some chirping noises. Can you understand me if you can make this motion? And I nod. It holds its hand out. I don't understand. I don't understand you. What is that? What do you want me to do? It closes and opens its hand. If you've ever seen like a baby reaching for something. This seems like a trap. I am going to do it. I will I will hold out a little finger towards this thing's tiny grabby hand. Okay. And as I do, I'm like just be prepared for whatever's about to happen. <laughs> okay, I don't endorse this. It's fine. It's daylight. Just pull me out into the sun. Ah, uh, that's fair. Okay. It reaches out to your extended finger and it touches it. And you get this feeling of confusion and not loss, but lost. Like you actually have a memory of when you were a kid and you were at the mall with your parents and you turned around and started to do something and then turned back around and they were gone. And it was the first time you ever thought, oh, I'm all alone in this world. I'll never see anyone that I love ever again. Holy shit. I think this thing like misses its family. I think it. I think we have orphaned this creature. Do we have to name this thing? Is this our pet I, now? I think we get to name this thing. Oh, no. That's um, a lot of pressure. Am I the only one who doesn't think it's a smart idea to have like a monster, monster-like creature kind of hanging out with us? I mean, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, but IPT's whole shtick is kind of like taking monsters and using them against other monsters or their abilities. So I feel like maybe we should at least keep this dude for a while. Well, then I think we should just hand it right over to IPT then if that's the case. I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Okay, little buddy. So we're going to keep you in that little box so that the sun won't hit you. And we'll put you in our car and we're going to look around for a while and then we'll come back and take care of you. Okay? It just chirps at you. Okay. Can I, I want to try and like scoop it up and see if it'll. It backs up a step and you feel unease and confusion and the desire for answers. What do you want to know? Little man. It chirps at you. I don't speak your chirps. Okay, it likes you. Is there some way to like, you said it felt something. Like, can you send feelings back? I don't know. I want to try to think of a time that I was scared and somebody helped me and see if it seems like it reacts. Describe it. Uh, I just kind of, I close my eyes and I like summon a memory of a time that I was a kid and I was at the local pool and it was a busy day and there were all kinds of people in there with their rafts and shit. And at some point I tried to come up and I was under a raft and I started panicking and then just somebody pulled me out. Like somebody noticed that I was splashing and freaking out underwater and somebody moved the raft and pulled me up out of the water. And I just like worshiped that person for a moment because I felt like they had just saved me from death. And as you get to the end of that, memory it sits down in your open hand cool i think i share feelings with this thing now that's bizarre so ultimately one of us did bond with a soul bat oh, oh god oh god is this gonna come to bite us in the ass like well Jake? i'm sure i don't know yet <laughs> that that remains to be seen okay well i want to sort of scoop him into the little box and like point to whatever remnants are left in there of food and be like Eat up, buddy, and close it and take him out from under the car. That okay. poor thing, it's going to be eating like months old food, I have a feeling. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how picky goo monsters from the beyond are. <laughs> That's a good point. So what are you doing with this now that you've got it in there? Uh, I don't know. Sh should we put it in the car or should I just carry him with me? That's up to you, man. 
It's your monster. Don't you call him that. <laughs> He's my baby. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to carry him with me. Okay. One hand hammer, the other hand big mech shell. I have large pockets. <laughs> Can you... In your armor? In my cargo shorts that I wear with my armor. Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're wearing them over the armor. We're, we're wanted by the regular police and the fashion police. <laughs> No, I guess if I can't if I can't free up a hand, if I have to literally have him in my hand the whole time, then yeah, I'll go put him in the car. Where are you going to put him? Keep in mind that the doors and the hood of the trunk and the hood of... No, the, the our, cruiser, our the PT right cruiser. There. Oh, I see, I see, okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go put him probably still in the trunk though. Okay. Wishful thing. Is this like a baller mobile like his was? Does no. this have like... Okay. This is... A, I, this is just a regular this ass. The, this is the theater's car. This is a, a Hertz rent a car. I mean, you're all new hires. They're yeah. not giving you one of the nice cars. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but they did give me a nice car. I think still no, in the trunk. They your car. Oh, that's fair. In the trunk because sunlight won't get in there. Okay. So like if it, I don't know, if the box dissolves from burger grease, <laughs> that he's still okay. If it hasn't yet, it's not gonna. Uh, and I'll just be like, you, you chill in here. We'll be back. Thunk. What are you going to do now? You've locked this tiny thing inside of an old... Big Mac container into the trunk of your IPT cruise. Go look for some spooky candles, I guess. We Where? got a little bit sidetracked there. You did. You did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I think I want to um, go back up on the roof and use the scope on my sniper rifle and try to like scan some of the roofs, like based on what I saw, you know, where the, the candle layout was mm. and try to. You know, use that based on like, okay, this one is here. I, it would be, you know, south or, you know, that the kind of direction it would face to spread out out from that central point. Okay. And are you all going up to the roof with him? Yes. Uh-huh. So as you guys start to climb up the ladder, you hear, hey, what are you doing up there? I'm going to look and see who's saying it. There's an older woman is peeking out of the door of the theater on this side. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I was trying to clean up what was left. What are you doing? I'll call the cops. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We're... Why do you got a giant gun? Oh, it's for the scope. I'm so sorry. I'm with IPT. We were going to we were gonna buy this, but now we're kind of here to go up and, and check things out and see if it's even close to salvageable. Hmm. What's your name? Uh, my name's Tass. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can call him in. I've got here. I've got my ID. Like, okay. yeah, we just, we're checking no, the place. Mean, that's nothing against you. I just got to check and make sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. About, I okay. know the gun. It's weird with the gun, but I don't have a, like a, anything good to kind of zoom in and, te- yeah, it's just a whole you thing. You know, I think people are going to get the wrong idea if they see you on a roof with a sniper rifle. Why don't you just detach the scope from the yeah, rifle? Oh, that's class. a good call. I could do that. Yeah, that's, this whole thing is weird. I'm so he sorry. He gets so, so lost in his thoughts sometimes. Oh, he doesn't yeah. think. I understand. No, yeah, I just thought, oh, hey, this has a scope and I grabbed the, thi- the oh, rig. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Well, that's good. I get distracted easy. I'm okay. so sorry. What's your name? Uh, Bridget. No, nice to meet you. I didn't mean to startle. Do you, are you with the, the yeah, people yeah. that own I, this? Yeah, I, I work. I'm the custodian of the Halifax. Oh, gotcha. Nice to meet you. Yeah, uh, nice to meet you. This too. is a shame, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's a beautiful old building. Yeah. yeah hopefully something salvageable. There are lots of good stone, it looks like. The whole yeah, thing's kind of up. It's a good frame. Yeah. If you need anything, let me, you know, That's come what they up. say about me. Good frame. Oh, good. She kind of drops a wink. Yeah, if you need, like, yell for us, if you need anything. Yeah. No. Just like that. Yeah, that's good. It's a funny joke. It's a good gag you got. Very slowly and seductively. Close to the door. <laughs> 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 Not where you thought that was going to go. I'm going to put... 
go put my rifle back in the car and just keep the scope, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then go up on the roof. Okay. And uh, yeah, I want to look look for that kind of directionally what I think would be. And is there anything in particular you're looking for? If there are any rooftops, that's what I want to try to find first. Okay. Like if there are any rooftops more or less on the same plane that I think I could spot a candle on it or at least a place where there might be one. Roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Oh my God. I just can't. Uh, that's a six. Not our night. I just can't. Yeah, you are not able to find anything. I'm not seeing anything, boys. What about, I just had this thought, what about that place that we really got badly injured? What if we looked there? I mean, I don't know why that invisible person would still be there, but... That's a good thought. That's a very good thought, TJ. Oh, thanks. Does that, like, just thinking about, like, geographically, does this seem like, does the direction of that building, like, track with the position of the candles? Like, I want to go over to the edge of the building and sort of look out, like, try and gaze that direction see if i can't see anything in the direction that we were going when we got hurt on that building yeah as you look out in that direction you're now at the back of the theater because you know you guys ran essentially around and away and you kind of glance down and as you do you get a fairly clear image in your head of being blasted off the roof and falling towards the ground and you think that it's actually about the right height this is about how high you fell from and you can see a couple of blocks over, that there is a few buildings, and so a couple of them do line up with this building. Okay, then I want to let them know that. Uh, like, yeah, it's, uh, as far as I can tell, you know, that one and that one and maybe that one seem to be, like, about our height and about the right position, so we could go check some of those. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Or just walking around and looking for candles on the streets or something. How far away was the building that we got our asses kicked on? It was a jog. There was some space between you and it. Because I could do that one by myself right now. I can go anywhere that I've been. I can go right back to that rooftop and look around on that one and see if there's candles. I can't imagine our invisible attacker is still there. Well, I mean, you can do that. I would say if you're gonna, if, I mean, the slightest sign of trouble, you can come straight back, right? I can, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Uh, but just heads up that I don't feel like we're in a rush at the moment. But if you wanted to have us there with you, well, I mean, we've already spooked one old lady climbing up a ladder with a gun, so I feel like the less we have to scooby-doo around the city, the better. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. I'll teleport to the rooftop and look around for candles. Where at on the roof do you want to appear? You have been on the lip, and you've also been in the stairwell just inside of the building. The stairwell was like between the top floor of apartments and the roof itself, right? Correct. So, like, there wouldn't be any reason for anybody to be there. Yeah, unless someone's going out or coming back from the roof. I'll do that then, because I imagine if I land on the lip of the roof, I'd be visible to traffic and people on the sidewalk and shit. And They'd think you were jumping. Yeah, and I'm trying to keep flip. a low profile. <laughs> All right, so you teleport there, and there are a couple of people here with you, and they're very startled to see you. And one of them raises a hammer, and the other one, like, holds a screwdriver at you. Like, oh, go, where'd you come from? I think I have a similar reaction. I'm like, oh, oh God, oh my, what, what's going on? We're cool, I'm cool. Who are you? My name's Jake, who what, are you? What building do you live in? Uh, not, I don't live in one around here. Well, what the hell are you doing in here then? I'm here, I'm supposed, I was sitting here to investigate the explosion or whatever destroyed this door. You got some ID? I do, but not like that's going to mean anything to you. I'll show my driver's license. 
So you show them your driver's license. Yeah, just to verify that my name's Jake, I guess. Like, <laughs> Indiana resident, baby. What up? It's got my birthday on it. <laughs> hey, that was... Uh, I think one guy noticed. He's like, hey, it's your birthday yesterday. Hey, happy birthday. Hey, thanks. Oh, man, all that happened on your birthday? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a rough birthday. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you guys. I'm just... Like, I'm an independent contractor. I've been hired, so I don't have any, like, official ID here. Who hired you? Uh, a, This weird, like task force thing um, that I, I'm going to be super honest with you. I was just offered the job and I don't know a ton about them. You think the guy in the back is touching his cell phone real low? Oh, I'm going to use soothe. On which one? The one who I think is touching his cell phone. Uh, and I'm just going to be like, hey, man, please, you, you got to believe me. All right. Everything's cool. I'm just here to look at what happened here to try and figure out what happened here. Hopefully figure out a way to better protect everybody. All right. I'm one of the good guys. I swear. I'm just trying to investigate this and see how I can make things better for you. And he kind of relaxes a little bit and you can see that his phone kind of goes down to his side and he was taking a low profile selfie of you. <laughs> And okay. he has typed in his Snapchat, dude in armor, LO, and that's all he got. <laughs> I'm like, you can finish that snap if you want. Do you want me to just like pose for one? Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be baller. Yeah, I, I put my arm around him and I hold out the phone and I take a selfie of us. And he sends it. Okay. Um, <laughs> can you guys tell me what exactly happened? What do you guys think happened? What, what do you know? Uh, nothing. We're just supposed to fix the door. And you can see that they've got a door propped up on new hinges. One of the guys was uh, using his hammer to pull away the old hinges, and the other guy was starting to install um, some screws on the door before they hung it. What happened to this door? Like it, I you know, I was told that it like blew up. Yeah, it seemed like there was some kind of explosion. What would even cause that? Is that something like some kind of accident? Did something I don't know overpressurize or something? I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I guess you're not an explosionologist. Yeah, you're I just I just, just I hang doors. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, is it cool if I sneak past you here? They want me to look around on the roof and see if anything oh, looks weird. Yeah, all right. Just be, be careful. Okay. Then I'm going to now go look for candles. Okay. <laughs> Can explosion just be the new playbook, too? Like yes. yes. Oh, that's awesome. So you go out on the roof. Where do you want to look at on the roof? <laughs> I want to start with kind of the same corner, like cardinal directions-wise, that the arrangement of candles was on the theater roof. So like if that arrangement was on the northeast corner of the building or whatever, I want to look on that same corner. So when you come up the stairs, it would be the corner that is behind this stairwell. Okay, I'll look there. You go around the corner and sure enough, there is a pool of melted wax. Just one? Mm -hmm. Like one candle? Yep. Which is what he told you to look for. Yeah. Yeah, I was just making sure that there wasn't another whole arrangement here and this shit was happening all over the place. Gotcha. No, huh? Okay, well... I think that's all I need then, that this is one of the places. We had established that there was nothing special about the candles, right? Correct. They're just regular ass, so I don't need like a sample of wax or anything. That's right. All right, well, I'm going to go back and uh, talk to the dudes in the stairwell, just so that they don't think somebody just walked onto the roof and never came back. Uh, so I'm going to go back to them and, and be like, yeah, man, stuff is really damaged up here. I'm going to have to let a claims adjuster or somebody know, and there'll probably be somebody back out here, but I guess you guys probably won't be around by then. It won't be until yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. See you later. <laughs> and I walk partway down the stairs until I'm out of view of everyone, and then I go back to TJ. Are you guys doing anything while he's gone? I'm still riding that roll of five or whatever I had and just scanning roofs <laughs> with my uh, with my scope. 
I'm bored just like throwing rocks at like the vents and stuff that may have survived the fire. Just general hooliganism. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so you're back? Okay. Uh, well, jeez. Ah, sorry. Uh, would you quit doing that? You'll get used to this, I think, at some oh, point. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be damned there, if there wasn't a candle on that roof behind the uh, stairwell entrance. Okay. With that information, knowing where that building was to us, I want to figure out what that radius is based on the pattern of the candles, if that makes sense. So if this was, in theory, going to match where they are in the city, mm. you know, where that one was compared to where it would be straight out. Uh, I have an idea that will avoid a lot of this work. And I teleport back to that rooftop and bring up Google Maps on my phone and drop a pin and then teleport back and then hold it up to show them precisely how far away that pin was. 3.07 miles. Specific. All right. Okay. Okay. That's a big area. Interesting. 6.14 miles in diameter. Good math, TJ. I high five him. All right. Well, I want to basically trace that radius on the map and uh, see which buildings it looks like it overlaps. So you have no problem. You are able to kind of open up the map and take a screenshot of it, measure, you know, the length from one point to another and go around and stand at each of the melted candle locations because Tass drew it down. He knows where they were. And it does. Each one of them ends on the back corner of a building. All right. Well, these are the ones where I don't remember what we were figuring this out for. Well, oh, we, he just needed to know that they existed, right? Yeah, that they exist, that that means that it's something bigger and that it's encompassing an area. Like that spell he showed us, for example, was something like containing. But what is that? It was a different pattern. So what does that mean for this? I don't know. Let's Some, yeah, take it back to him and see if he's got an answer now. Absolutely. Something's yep. going down in this place, and we need to figure out what. Back let's, to the cruise. Let's get little little boy out of the trunk first, and then we'll cruise. Okay. I'm getting Critter in the Big Mac case out of the trunk and holding on to him. So you guys drive there. You get out, go inside the building, go down, knock on the door. He comes and answers the door. Hey, so I've got a couple of pertinent pieces of information. Yeah. One, we discover? We did figure out where all the candles were. They were in a big radius that matched the pattern. It was 3.07 miles in radius. 6.14 in diameter. Good and he job. he turns and starts walking up the stairs when you say that, like uh, the number in his head. I've got an, another thing real quick, because I don't want to freak you out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I hold up the clamshell, and I'm like, I have a tiny piece of a soul bat in a box. And you see that he stops at the top of the stairs and turns around. You what? It was like hiding and scared like a lost little child. It's really chill. I can kind of communicate with it. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I was going to take it to the IPT and see if they had any thoughts. It is weirdly, it seems weirdly in control and non-hostile. So I thought that we might be able to learn some shit about soul bats from it. I'm not sure how the wards on my place are going to react to it. Just a heads up. Like if I bring it inside, it might get blasted into smithereens? Possible. I don't think I want to risk it. Leave it in the car again for now? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I will walk it back out to the trunk, and as I do, I try to recall a memory of a time that I was frustrated with how long I had to wait for something, but then in the end, it was totally worth it. Are you touching it? The only time that you have effectively shared or been shared with is when you're making contact. physical contact? Uh-huh. All right, well, then once I get back to the trunk, I'll open the lid of the trunk and put him in there in, like, the darkness and open the little lid and, like, see what he's doing or how he's doing. 
you open up the little box to see how it's doing. And for a second, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm blocking it from the sun with my body. And you see that the trunk light catches it a little bit and it recoils, and you see part of the shadow burn away for a second, and there's a little pink hand underneath it. And then as you kind of instinctively glow to block the light, it covers back over, and it chitters at you. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm still going to, like, reach out and Mm. try and convey this feeling like the, oh, this is taking forever, but we're, we're getting there. And then, you know, close the trunk again and go back to them. Guys... I accidentally let the thing get hit by light for a second and the black goop pulled away and there's a little pink hand underneath. That is not just Soulbat goo. That is something encased in it. A Soulbat took over something? I don't oh, is know. that not what they do? Is that not what you guys spent the whole night trying to solve? You see Rev is like throwing his hands up in frustration. <laughs> well, but there's aren't people that time. Oh my God. Is that a fairy or something? Yeah, probably. I'm sure I don't know. That, that's my, oh, I don't know what to do because it's been like super chill. If it's encased by a thing, that means the soul bat's the thing that's in control, right? Like it's got this thing, but whatever this combination of creatures is, it's not being a dick. So, and so like, I want to free the thing that's inside the soul bat, but I don't want to kill the soul bat because right now it's not doing anything to us. I say we kill the soul bat. It almost killed our friend. I think whatever's under there is probably more innocent and not so evil monstery as the actual soul bat. Yeah, I, I'm i with Tej on this. I think, I mean, it's your pet, buddy, but it's, it's an evil thing. It's not my pet. I mean, there's no reason to think there are good soul bats, right? Correct. Yeah, we got to do, do this, man. Look at Venom. Yeah. Like even when Spider-Man was doing good. It still was a bad thing on him. Agent Venom, though. Yeah, but it still wants to kill people. He just keeps it in check. But it makes him really good at the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wa- I'm walking out to the car. I'm not going to stop whoever tries to like open the thing and expose it to sunlight, but I'm probably going to wince. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm gonna, a little part of me is going to die, I think, inside when when this thing dies. Okay, so where are you doing this at? You go over to the trunk, you open the trunk. Yep. What are you doing? Just that. I just open the trunk, open the box. You open the box. There's a hissing sound, and you see that the black goo starts to melt away from this body, and two little wings pop out from the sides. It seems like the goo is kind of holding them down, and the thing darts into the sky and vanishes. Can I react quickly enough to yell something at this thing as it zips away? Or is it just lightning fast? It is lightning fast. Okay. Then I mean, af- you can yell into the open yeah, then air. After I assume you still would. After it's flown away, yeah. I love you. I just go, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. I think we can safely say we just saved something. It's weird that it was behaving that way, soul battedness and all. Well, I mean, we didn't really ever super discuss what happens after they get taken, just that they get taken. And it may not have even fully been taken yet. You know what I mean? Like Rev was still fighting it. Let's describe that thing to him and see yeah. if it sounds familiar. Yeah, it could be any number of things. I don't know. Let's let's go. Let's go back in. So you guys come back inside. Uh, yeah, so what kind of thing would be like a tiny little person with uh, uh, with glowy bug wings? Oh, bug wings? Yeah. Well, it seems like it was a uh, wood sprite. Okay, is that a good creature? Yeah, actually, it's a, a creature of essentially positive energy. It's 
nature energy condensed into a little person form. Well, that would make sense why it was so chill. If it was strong enough, then it was probably counteracting some of that negativity, right? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if if you're positively charged in some way and this thing gets on you, you might kind of balance the scales. Okay, I feel good. I feel good about this. That's interesting. What? The circle that you guys laid out, there actually is a park inside of that 6.14 mile radius. Diameter. Mm, Diameter. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be insulted. By your mundane. In my own sanctum. (laughs) Well, I wonder if that's where that thing flew away to. It's possible. Well, maybe we go try and pay it a visit after a while. So what else do you guys want to know? I, I don't know what this means. There's just a lot of dots that are clearly there, but without a clear way to connect them. And that just bothers me. That soul bat was there and somebody was draining a ley line and attacking us for even acknowledging that that was happening. That ain't good. And I want to figure it out because if they're sicking soul bats at people just to cover their own tracks, that's not somebody I think I'm going to be friends with. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a little bit of research. Obviously, it somehow is connected to the idea of that layer magic. Like I said, I've never seen this pattern before. I'm going to reach out to some people and see if maybe I can find someone who has seen something like it. As you guys finish this conversation, all of your phones ring. I answer it. Answer it. I look at it and see who it is first. It says the boss. I didn't put this contact in my phone, but I answer it. Pack your bags, boys. Uh, We've got a mission for you. Where are we going? Well, I hope you like the sun. There's a problem in Hawaii. Yes! Vacation episode! So that wraps up that mystery, but this episode isn't over yet because you guys get some end-of-the-adventure experience. Yay! Assuming that you've answered a couple of questions. So, at the end of every story, we will ask four questions. First question... Did we conclude the current mystery? What do you think? Why Why were you sent on this adventure? We were sent to find out how the designer got killed. Okay, so do you know? No. We don't. I, yeah. Yeah, technically no. I mean, I mean, they didn't outright say, or Rev didn't outright say that, you know, the creature that we killed killed the designer yeah and i mean even on top of that like we have very strong reason to believe that it wouldn't have like there's no reason it It, would just kill people would have just bonded with right 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 so i mean i think we're leaning towards like yeah whoever was maybe doing the ritual probably had something to do with it but we don't know who that is okay so for now and forever with (laughs) at least this experience point we'll say no good did we save someone from certain death or worse? We did. Yes. I think we absolutely saved Rev from being bonded with the creature. Yeah, your your Captain America bicep porn saved the day. <laughs> I can listen to this all day. I know, <laughs> I know. Going. He's actually oh, sitting here shirtless right now. You guys Just considered flexing. Rev the like the person is I considered the the little sprite. We say also saved a sprite from I, certain being a high little read, stoner. Yeah. Read me sprite. that question again. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? Is a sprite a someone or is it a something? And certain death or worse, I mean, it seemed like 
seemed pretty chill. Pretty, yeah, they were pretty <laughs> living in pretty good balance. But I mean, you never know. Like the tow truck could have come and taken the uh, the shell of that car away, and it would have been exposed and died. Well, it wouldn't have died, and the then it would have been, would have been free, free, like Damn. we did. Oh to yeah. It. No, I think that's... It's almost like you just made it suffer longer. Yeah, we did. I think that's we why we did. And you fed at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Old McDonald's, too. You're welcome, Sprite. All right, so but so we'll say for Rev, yes, absolutely, you guys did. So Good. there's one tally mark. Check. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, the existence of ley lines and that they are monitored and that they can be tapped and that they can be drained. I think all that... That's all news to me. <laughs> and just a lot of little things, like just the scope of what monster hunting is for someone that I'm sure came in thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to join this uh, organization and hunt vampires and werewolves. Well, what the hell's a soul bat? Like right, right. the scope of this is much larger than oh, I think sure, any yeah. of us thought. Yeah. And I think that just in the sense of us at a table, I think it's probably important for me before we go any further into other stories to point out that some of the stuff I'm making up, some of the things I'm going to use actual names for, but I'm not going to use the tried and true, like, if, oh, it's a werewolf. Well, it's automatically going to be killed by X, Y, and Z. I think that for the purpose of our game and making it not necessarily as predictable for you guys or the listeners, that the mechanics of creatures will work differently. They'll still have, obviously, weaknesses, and uh, there'll be some things that might be kind of canon, but it won't be just down-the-line check marks of, you know, a ghost is affected by silver and which, salt. Which I think will be fun, because by nature of us playing ourselves, having watched Supernatural, we're going to think we know yeah. what does some things to some things, and we are going to be proven wrong. Point of interest yeah, like on that. that, I have never seen an episode of Supernatural. Have you watched Buffy? I have. Well, there we go. Okay. And just anything. I can't believe that that wasn't on the check mark to apply to be on the show. Like, how did we miss that? Yeah, I don't know. Did you? uh, I lied. Wait, let me me see. Let me me recheck his (laughs) application here. Uh, (laughs) Ah, the bureaucracy. It says here that it says that you have seven seasons of supernatural experience. Explain that. What does that mean? It's not the TV show. It says you're an executive producer. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Just uh, You're lucky then. I am not going to re-edit these six episodes with someone new, so you can stay. Thank you. But you have to be have here to... all the earlier the next morning. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm going to scrooge you, I guess. <laughs> all right. And lastly, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Arguably... <laughs> Is does go on? Does in-game rev count? Uh, no. Oh. Rev is not a hunter, right? I mean, TJ didn't know I was part of a like a monster hunting task force. That's true. I I did not know that. Do you find that that's new and important? I Ooh. do, in the sense that um, I, you know, I respect Eric a lot as a person. He's just gonna sit here and bullshit now, isn't he? I can yeah, feel he's it. he's uh, really uh, trying uh, for this point. Yeah, yeah. We did well. We okay. We did learn. I really that, want this point. Yeah, no. We did learn that TJ can do his weird science. That uh, TJ can craft some crazy shit. Okay, yeah. So That's, like, we. I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think kind of the important note on that is just that, like, clearly we knew that he is this sort of um, you know protected person. Like, mm. you know, that clearly Jake's whole thing is to keep him safe, but. We didn't have any context for that. It's more like um, prophecy, you know, like he's going to be needed for this special moment or something, but there's no context of, oh, he can actually do this stuff. Right. right you guys now. may have seen the thing that he that 
that somebody or something needs yeah, him what for. Was that? He has yeah. an important role in what is to come. He has a crucial sure. role and to play in events to come, and this going, might be the role he plays. Going off of that, like uh, if we wanted to like sort of frame that in a reference or something like that, if you have ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, Buffy doesn't know she can kick butt. She's just a valley girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like like throwing uh, wooden stakes at this dummy, and Donald Sutherland's like, there you go, right. see? Yeah, she's kind of like Jackie Chan in a lot of his movies, like, oh, I'm accidentally doing all these kick-ass things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to say that that will count. So, nice. three out of four is not bad, and in this case, three out of four gets you the same amount of experience. You guys get two experience each. Woo-hoo! Does anybody level up from that? I no. I do not. I did. Oh, what are you going to take? This will be my second time leveling up, by the way. Make sure to keep track of that. Keep a little tally mark each time you level up. Yes, I'm doing that right now. Um, So I am going to go ahead and raise my toughness. Uh, I get a plus one tough with a max of two. Any particular reason? Yeah, I I, I think it's the idea that this is sort of my first adventure and everything. And I've never really gotten into fights before as a a kid and everything. And then all of a sudden, I'm basically thrust into this world and I have a creature nearly bite my arm off. Uh, I almost fall from the grid uh, of the theater. I like you get, literally got hit by a car. I get hit by a car. <laughs> we were in an explosion. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and for some reason, we survived. Oh man! You, despite everybody's bad rules, but yeah, I think this whole experience has like toughened me up. Like I can, I can do this. I can survive from this, especially if we get some more of that uh, werewolf serum, uh, guys. Oh yeah. yeah, let's get you good and addicted. Okay. Yeah. And Ford already uh, after only dude, one I'm not addicted. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> one of the things I actually really like about this game is that I feel like with a lot of RPGs, you have the world, of course, that the GM builds and the path they want the characters to go down in the story. And inevitably, things kind of go off the rails. But a lot of other games really have mechanics, I feel like, built in to get kind of the players back where you want them. And one of the things I really like about Monster of the Week is that it would feel very disingenuous to try to route you guys back to where I thought the story was going to go because the game is so open-ended. Like the way that results can happen on failed roles, the way that things can happen on mixed results. You know, a lot of those I'm coming up with on the fly. I'm not thinking like, oh, TJ's going to decide to try to recharge this battery and it's going to fail. So now I'm going to burn the theater down. I would say from kind of episode two on, the path that I thought this story was going to go down is not at all where it went. I thought, for example, that IPT was going to be a very minor part of this. I thought more so it would be you kind of checking in when you needed something, and now you all work for them. So with that in mind, like I think it'll be interesting in the future to look back and see what you guys thought was going on, because obviously I know what's going on, and maybe the listeners have a different idea. So as your characters right now, what do you think is going on with just the whole thing that you have experienced so far with the candles and the ley lines and the soul bat and the invisible person? Person. Are you asking for like a prediction sort of of like what we think is Yeah, like happening? if you if someone said, Hey, what do you think's going on? Oh. Like I just did, like what would your answer be? <laughs> did you say in character or out of character? In either one, is it different? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's not different for me. Okay. <laughs> no. Like I think that in character, some powerful someone is probably going around and draining ley lines to accumulate the amount of power they need to do something real bad. And out of character, I think the same thing. I think the in and out of character difference for me is who that invisible person is. Because in character, they shot me. And so I probably think they're a bad guy. 
But out of character, I feel like just from my knowledge of stories and stuff and like Mm -hmm. characters, I have a feeling that that person is generally on the same track as us, that they're also like trying to figure out what's going on and stop somebody. And they're probably just a little more crass about it. Like they're the don't get in my way or you're going to get hurt kind of person. Because like if they were a bad guy, then I think they would have killed us. So I feel like they're probably a potential ally who is just tired of our shit or doesn't know exactly who we are. Why do you think that they would have tried to kill you then, but spare the other guys? Well, he did teleport at them swinging his hammer like <laughs> Yeah, I I thought they were trying I thought they were trying to hurt us and I tried to hurt them back and they probably reacted or might have reacted in self-defense. Mm. Like I tried to hurt them and they were like, "Oh no, blast" cuz that's what they had. Yeah. Um as far as like the first sniper shot, see that's I, what I'm hung up on and I still think that they're doing something that ain't great. I feel like these are people that are not friends and are not going to be friends, but aren't necessarily some evil overlord doing an evil overlord thing cuz I I I'd put money on they missed that sniper shot on purpose. Mm. That that was a warning shot trying to scare us whatever it is and we're just idiots and ran to the danger. <laughs> but on that same note, like, I, I mean, I don't think they're a hunter. I think that they were on a building where that candle was. They had to have known where that was. We just left a building where the candles were lit and still up and not melted down. Like, this hasn't been long. So I feel like that that was the one that we actually encountered was somebody that's in on this and doing this draining and they don't want us to know what that's about but they don't necessarily want to just slaughter people tj do you have any thoughts oh i was just gonna say that uh maybe it's a rival uh paranormal gang maybe it's a rival hunters oh (laughs) ipt come out and play it's it's the uh paranormal Indiana Task Force. Ooh, it's pit. The pit. Pit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, those guys are the pits. They're just always, oh. they're like, Indianapolis is our territory. You deal with the rest of Indiana. Well, I don't understand why <laughs> they didn't come walking at us snapping their fingers, but okay. Well, they're snapping bullets off walls. Oh, I see. <laughs> if you'd heard them all across the city, it would have made the same Sharks and Jets uh, intro. Yeah, I, I got it. One of the things that I enjoyed about just the turn that this took is when we first started with Margaret on the phone, I was like, oh, Margaret, she's the dispatch person. But just out of necessity of IPT growing, it's like, oh, we know Margaret. So I'm going to keep using Margaret. And suddenly Margaret runs the show. I have to say, too, though, just on that note, my actual boss's name is Margaret. Like, I gave you that. I fed that to you like ages ago just as a thing because she said it would be okay. And I'm sure she will love every second of it. She's running the show. Yeah. And it's like not her. None of this is like her at all. But she's so good. But like that, it's pretty great. It kind of reminds me of Monsters, Inc. And that secretary at their job. Who oh, ends yeah. up being like the head of the secret agent? Oh yeah, yeah. almost sounds like a little yeah, yeah, just a little bit. I, <laughs> Spoiler: I was supposed to watch Spoiler that alert. tonight for the first I, time. Uh, I am so sorry. So, a couple of things that we have established throughout the course of this gameplay that I want to make sure that we're on the same page as well as the audience. They know what's going on. We've established that we weren't quite using Jake's teleport right. Can you give us the clarification there? Yeah. So verbatim, the power says you can go instantly to anywhere you visited before or to a person you know well. Yeah. And so before we were doing that, it had to be a person you knew or a place you knew well. well. And then we had also thrown in line of sight, which is nothing. Because we wanted you to get your hammer without having to climb down. And Yeah. And I mean, that one would have even worked. We, We thought that one wouldn't work. Because we thought it was place you know well. Yeah. But since it was just place you've been, and I'd been down there, 
it would have worked. Yeah. We were just wrong about that. So yeah, yeah we, you wouldn't have been able to get at the hammer, but you could have gotten onto the stage and walked down to it. Yeah. Uh, also, TJ, I'm going to make a proposition to you. Oh, yes. We established in the story that you build really fast. Mm-hmm. You made this mech suit of armor real quick. Tass in character comments about how fast it is as he bemoans not being able to drive and get a flashlight. <laughs> so I would like to make the offer that uh, what are what are the lists of the kind of possible requirements for your weird science? So it starts off with it needs a rare and or weird material. Okay. It won't be very reliable. It requires huge amounts of power or mm. fuel. It will take a long time to get it working. It won't work exactly as you intended, and you'll need help beyond the hunters on your team to finish it. So like a, a science team or a mechanic team or something or like that. Or just more sets of hands. Yeah. yeah. So here is here is my proposition. Mm-hmm. Because we've established that you build fast, and we saw it there, we also saw you build very quickly in your trial to get into IPT. What if we cross, it takes a long time to put together off that list? How do you feel about that? And we just make it so that you build fast. So it's going to kind of cause you some issue in that you will always have to pick one of those other things but it will get you whatever you're building a little quicker. Sure. Will you build me the dragon sword? Will I? No. <sighs> yes. Yes, I will. With a flute and everything? I don't, I don't care what Revington says at all about that. Score. <laughs> the next R- thing that we it. fight is Godzilla. going to use his four hold against you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Forgot he had four hold. He does. Yeah, I actually think that you probably don't. I'm, I'm going to say that the hold resets in the next adventure. So, and then speaking of dice roll, I, I kind of mentioned this just a little bit when it was happening, but I, I really want to point this out for them and for you guys, people like Rev, people that you guys collect and get as allies, if they have moves, they're rolling those dice and you don't know what those results are. So you might want to take information you get with a grain of salt. They could be rolling a six. They could be rolling a nine. They could be rolling a 12. So just like in real life, when people give you information, when people do something for you, just keep in mind that mechanically, I'm also rolling dice for that so that I'm not just metagaming for you. What you're getting from them is affected by the rules of the world. Cool. Does anybody have any questions from anything that happened during the story, things you need cleared up or you don't understand how they work or are we good? I have a question. Yeah. How dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's all I'm I've listening. Got. That's, mm. I didn't really think too far. I think we'll find out next time just how far I dare. Oh, no. Oh, spooky. That's how I'm going to add in more scary is I'm just going to say things like, Ooh. Oh, no. All right. Then uh, we will see you in Hawaii. Yeah. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. 
for they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay. Okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to. Yep. We're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is... Back upright, all the drawers are back inside, but now it is next to the window, and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.